Consider owning a Cruise Planners American Express travel franchise. A low-cost, turnkey opportunity. Cruise Planners provides everything you need to grow your business right from the start. No experience is necessary. Visit CruisePlannersFranchise.com. Okay, stand by. Broadcasting from the Cruise Radio Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, this is Cruise Radio. Hey, I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Doug Parker. Check out the video portion of this show at cruiseradio.net. On this show, senior cruise editor for CruiseCritic.com, Dan Askin, will join us again to talk about Titanic 2. How legit is this? But first, Stuart Shore on the Cruise Guys here. Hello, Stuart. Hey, Matt. Hey, Doug. Nassau, Bahamas turns away Norwegian Epic one day last month because of a scheduling error. Is this true? And does this happen often? Well, I'll, I'll tell you guys, this was, quote, epic fail. Huh. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, you have the essentially the third largest cruise ship in the world scheduled to come into port, and you've taken in too many ships and you're not ready. Uh, it does happen. I mean, the, you know, the head uh, port guy was uh, not in. He was uh, vacationing somewhere else. <laughs> and, uh, you, know, they're, you know, this is kind of a Universal Studios. We're sorry we're experiencing technical difficulties. Uh, it's unfortunate, but um, I mean, can you imagine they, you know, turning away a forty-one hundred passenger ship? Oh man! God, if I owned a business there, I'd be pissed. Well, and and I could tell you a lot of the the businesses there were. I mean, you know, I could tell you that reports from Atlantis alone uh, was that they had a hundred thousand dollars worth of uh, tours booked to the resort uh, on its own. Oh my gosh! So it it was a huge loss of business, and uh, you know, hopefully uh, someone. Uh, Someone's underwear is hanging from the flagpole uh, at the port there, and hopefully it won't ever happen again. We can only hope. Carnival Dream released new itineraries from Port Canaveral. What are they? Well, in addition to the seven-night uh, Eastern and Western Caribbean, what they're going to be doing is offering, you know, they're going to be kind of changing up the itineraries. They're going to offer some six- and eight-night uh, sailings um, that uh, will certainly generate a lot of passengers, and this will also be, Doug, the very first time that any cruise ship has actually done a Southern Caribbean from Port Canaveral. Oh, cool! So it's it's really a, a nice you know option. So they're, they're still going to have the seven uh, night cruises. They're also now going to have six nights, you know, for a little shorter. But then you've got the eight night, which will get you know passengers down to Aruba and Curacao, um, which is you know really I mean until like last year was really only happening out of Florida on mm-hmm. the. Seven night, seven or eight night sailing, or longer sailings, because uh, traditionally on a seven night sailings you have to go to San Juan to catch them. Yeah. So this will be the first time that from a from Port Canaveral that they'll be able to offer Southern Caribbean in addition to Eastern and Western Caribbean. So that's a great move. So you're just basically adding a couple of new sailings, but keeping the Eastern and Western sevens as well. Correct. Okay, gotcha. It'll be a nice a nice mix up to really kind of make it. Uh, Add a little spice to the to the dish is what mm, they're doing. There you go. Great move. And speaking of Carnival, they got the bill from the Port of Mobile um, for the Triumph docking. How much was that? Well, they got a bill uh, exactly costing $74,885.02. Oh, wow. <laughs> is that a lot? Uh, well, it, it sounds like a lot. But, uh, you know, for their services, essentially for the, like, what is it, 24-hour period mm-hmm. before, uh, you know, they moved the ship to, uh, you know, to a repair yard. Uh, that's what it cost, and you know you take into consideration. I mean, they you know they had uh, police boats and all kinds of other services and overtime. But you know the one thing that you know if you came away from watching the newscast after the ship arrived, um, it, it seemed like an anomaly because the people of Mobile actually came out in droves with people. I mean, offering 
to take in these passengers into their homes, which mm. was just, I mean, hello, when was the last time that happened? Yeah. Or it's almost like, what planet are we on? Uh, I mean, they couldn't have been any nicer. So, um, you know, it's, it, was, it was very nice. I mean, it probably seems like a, a realistic bill, considering uh, all the expenses, the portage fees and the overtime for, you know, law enforcement, the longshoremen and everyone. So, uh, you know, I'm sure there's going to be more to it, but um, it doesn't seem unreasonable. Is there any cruise line interest in Mobile? Well, at this time, contrary to their statements, right now, I mean, it doesn't seem uh, realistic that uh, Mobile is going to get another cruise ship anytime soon. Royal Caribbean announced some new itineraries for 2014. Anything stick out? Well, I mean, you know, they, they announced that uh, you know they're going to be continuing to do their uh, Baltic uh, cruises, which is uh, you know pretty uh, pretty exciting considering what they've got. Going out there, and uh, and also they you know they got the Canada New England sales that they're going to be offering. So I mean they'll have uh, Independence of the Seas, which is going to be doing you know some eight night uh, fjordland sailings of Norway. Um, you know they'll also have some sailings uh, you know on Adventure of the Seas. Um, so uh, it's it's a nice uh, mix up. Southampton will be the home port for all of it, and then you know they'll have the twelve and thirteen night Scandinavia Russia cruises, which are incredibly popular year after year. Uh, which include those overnight calls in St. Petersburg. Fire aboard Norwegian Getaway. What happened, and will it impact delivery? Well, uh, the good news is that uh, the impact will not affect delivery of the ship. Apparently, it was uh, quite a blaze um, on, uh, I think it was Deck 15, where, I mean, right now they're they're estimating that the cost was up to $650,000. Wow. So, uh, you know, it wasn't a little fire. It was a pretty good one. But uh, they were able to get it under, um, you know, under control. And, uh, you know, there's some interesting pictures of actually, of, you know, we saw a breakaway, which left the yard a week last week. Um, but there's actually some pictures of, um, you know, before breakaway was leaving that it was, in, it was still in the building, but getaway was right behind it. And uh, she's pretty far along. Uh, it was, uh, it was uh, some pretty impressive shots. And I think that if the uh, cruise radio listeners go to, it's cruiseradio.net. Sure, that'll work. That uh, we'll have some of the pictures of uh, Getaway and Breakaway uh, uh, together. Very Good cool. Stuff. So Holland America is increasing their presence uh, for Asia in 2013 and 14. Is is Asia a hot spot these days? It sure seems like it. Well, more ships are being introduced into the market. Uh, there there is growing demand. A lot of people are. There's a lot more interest in sailing to these different destinations out there, Doug. And Holland America is going to have Volendam and Rotterdam in Asia for the 2013 and 2014 sailings. And some of them are going to call at uh, Myanmar. So, uh, you know, if you want to visit the former Burma, um, you know, you'll have some opportunities to sail on two Holland America ships. But uh, it is becoming popular. And, you know, unfortunately, Mobile, uh, Myanmar, I guess they're, they're putting more ships out in, the, uh, in Southeast Asia. Right on. How booking's been for wave season? The good news is that bookings have actually been very good, all things considered. And, you know, contrary to, uh, you know, certain statements, uh, you know, being made, um, it's, it's actually, it's, it's very strong. People are not at all, uh, you know, people that were going to go on a cruise are still going on a cruise. And uh, bookings for the Caribbean, you know, Europe is, is right where, you know, it was expected. Uh, you know, the economy in Europe is still affecting, you know, future bookings. But uh, that was that was pre-planned. Had nothing to do with Triumph, and you know people are cons- are consistently very uh, confident in the cruise experience. You know, the last ten years, over 150 million people worldwide have gone on a cruise, 
and it's not something that uh, you know people understand that this was an aberration, not representative of the industry, and uh, feel very comfortable. And uh, you know, bookings, booking, the booking trends are are very strong. Thankfully, we're being gracias, Stuart. All right, guys, we'll talk later. Cruise Radio News now trending at cruiseradio.net. This is Cruise Radio. Everybody has a story, and cruise planners American Express Travel loves to hear them. Beth Edwards was a busy mom who found a way to combine her love of travel with more family time. I was really looking for a business that would allow me to continue traveling because I love to travel and then also allow me some time to stay home with my children, with my family a little bit more. And my husband and I did some research and chose cruise planners because we just couldn't stop hearing enough good things about it and really trusted the American Express brand and um, really having a great time so far. Looking forward to learning and seeing more. So what's your story? Discover the fun, flexible, home-based franchise that's been voted number one in travel by Entrepreneur Magazine for 10 years in a row. Visit CruisePlannersFranchise.com or call 888-582-2150. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. It's not just a good idea to have travel insurance during the winter months or hurricane season. Every travel agent or travel expert we talk to says it is a very smart idea to always travel with travel insurance. That's why you should check the folks out at TripInsurance.com. They have exclusive products from the leading travel insurers that you won't find anywhere else. Yeah, they are the low-cost leader in travel insurance with savings up to 40% or more when you compare similar coverage from other sources. What plan do you want to go with? Good, better, or better? They have coverage in all three categories that make it easy to find the right insurance plan for your budget. You know what defines great customer service? Actually being able to talk to a human being. And they do that at TripInsurance.com. They are committed to great customer service with 24-7 telephone support before, during, and after your trip. You can also file claims online right on their website. And they keep you posted of any travel alerts that could affect your travels or safety at your destination. Check them out right now. TripInsurance.com. Stream us worldwide on our free iPhone app. Just search Cruise Radio Live in your app store. Dan Askin with Cruise Critic. Hello, Dan. Welcome back to Cruise Radio, my friend. Thanks for having me. I enjoy your writing. Very, very funny. I want to talk about Titanic 2, of course. Uh, you wrote a nice article about it. Who is this billionaire, by the way, who wants to build Titanic 2? The guy's name is, is Clive Palmer, and actually the Forbes report of billionaires just came out, and he was not on the list. So I think he's in the hundreds of millions, although he might, he might debate that, uh, that statistic. And we said billionaire, and a lot of people were reporting that, so I need to clear that up, obviously. But he's, he's a businessman. He's made some big investments in natural resources, uh, nickel, coal. He's into other projects as well. He's got some resorts in Australia. He owned a soccer team. Uh, and now, possibly, he's moving into cruise travel. 
Does he have a history of starting things that he can't finish? Yeah, yeah we've seen some, you know, in, in doing research about the guy, because we didn't know that much about him, obviously, because it's his first foray in the cruise travel. Uh, he, he's been linked with some big ideas, like uh, trying to resurrect a dinosaur and have placed at one of his resorts, which, I, I mean, I think, personally, not speaking on behalf of Chris Critic, but that, that's a fascinating idea. Yeah. Um, and then he also is a conspiracy theory kind of guy. He's been linked uh, to saying that there's a connection between Greenpeace and the CIA. Those two are in cahoots. All right. Um, trying to foil some of his uh, his business. Interesting. Opportunities. So he's not immune to, you know, casting out the big idea. He, he enjoys that, and this is obviously... Another in one. That, that realm, yep. So, Dan, this has been in the making for a while, but we're just starting to see how real this could become, right? Yeah, so he announced plans to build Titanic 2 uh, in April, a few weeks after the 100th anniversary of uh, the first one and its first and last voyage. And so, you know, the drip campaign's been going on, but now he's doing this sort of globe, global tour where he's stopping at, at different spots. He was just in, uh, in New York. And then he was in London afterwards. He was in Asia before that, um, sort of showing off some of the renderings. He's got now a shipyard, which he had since June. Uh, it's a Chinese yard in place. He has Delta Marine, uh, which is actually a very famous and, and uh, well-regarded naval architecture and design firm. And they, they had a hand in Oasis of the Seas, Allure of the Seas, um, the Disney's fantasy-class ships. Uh, Solstice-class ships in different capacities. So he's got some... That's a very legit uh, person in place. He also has two Titanic uh, experts who have written books. One guy's going to do the interiors, um, or make sure that the interiors are, you know, are up to scale in terms of uh, replicating the original. Uh, so he's got the, the pieces in place um, to make it look like he's, he's giving it... Um, you know, every effort, and he really wants this to happen. In your article, uh, you cite the vintage gymnasium, reminiscent of a medieval torture chamber. Give us some yeah. of the other details of Titanic 2 in terms of size, passenger count, and uh, actually emulating the original Titanic. Sure. So, I mean, a lot of the public spaces in terms of, of that medieval torture chamber gym, gymnasium has one of those ancient-looking uh, rowing machines with yeah. rowing machines and some other contraptions with levees and and guys wearing you know swimming costumes kind of attire <laughs> does it have that machine rendering. that with that that wide belt that you wrap around your backside and it vibrates back and forth i i think that's pre actually that, that's a probably a victorian era yeah. invention yeah. so I, I imagine you might have something like that yeah. but i mean the other spaces are going to be for the most part he's trying to replicate uh what was on the original in terms of the three classes of cabins um, the different classes of, of dining rooms or mess hall if you're in the third class, um, the, the indoor pool uh, that Titanic had, um, right. some other public spaces in terms of cafes and lounges and that sort of thing. Um, but the ship is roughly the same size right now, at least preliminary estimates say it's about 55,000 gross tons. Uh, maximum occupancy, 2,400-plus passengers very similar to the original, but in sort of comparing that to a modern cruise ship, that's unbelievably cramped, which is one of the red flags uh, that's significantly more cramped, uh, less space per passenger ratio than even Carnival, Carnival's newest ships, which are the kind of the tightest. There are some distinctions, though, obviously, from the original. 
you can't have a, a coal-powered steam engine, so you're going to have diesel replacing that. You can't have as much wood as the original Titanic had, obviously, because of fire safety regulations. Right. So there's going to be less of that. Um, there are going to be more lifeboats, he said. They're not going to be wooden lifeboats. They're going to be modern uh, life-saving craft. More than enough for everybody on board, which, you know, yeah. international maritime rules dictate that you have to do that anyway. And there, is going to be, there are going to be a few modern touches he's adding in there. Uh, the Titanic didn't have uh, some modern entertainment and a casino. But he really he wants to replicate the ship physically and then also the experience. Right. So every cabin is going to have, according to uh, Clive Palmer, uh, 1912 replica clothing that pastors can wear if they, if they want to, to really get into the sort of the historical recreation vibe. Wow, that's something else. Obviously, you have to submit your sizes when you book, I assume. That's a great question. We didn't ask them that. Yeah. But, I mean, instead of bathrobes, it's going to be, you know, petticoat and whatever, uh, if you're in first class, whatever, you'd wear a monocle. Right. <laughs> Look like the Monopoly guy. That'd be delightful. Certainly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You mentioned red flags, and I love the line in your article, red flags are flapping like the mouth of a first-class socialite after too many Manhattans. In your article, you also yeah. mentioned, uh, you say, you asked the question, is this an elaborate hoax? What made you ask that? I think, I mean, that was, for me personally, just an intuitive reaction to this after noticing all the red flags, which were, he's building, he's, it's a memorandum of understanding, which means there's no contract yet with a Chinese shipyard that's never built a cruise ship or anything close to as complicated as a cruise ship. I mean, they, they specialize in uh, bulk carriers, this yard, uh, CSC, Qinling, pardon the pronunciation, but they've never built anything close um, to that. So why sort of go that route um, and not one of the, the shipbuilding powerhouses in, in Europe or, or even in Asia, which there are other uh, shipbuilding powerhouses? Right. So that, that's big. I mean, the space ratio thing was sort of eye-popping to me. If you're going to replicate the Titanic, modern cruise ships, even, like I said, a mainstream megaship like a car, a new, the newest Carnival ships, um, they're giving a lot more space per passenger. This is going to be really tight. Um, and things I didn't mention in the article, that these are more rumors. They haven't been kind of confirmed by, uh, by Clive Palmer, the people representing him, but the original uh, third-class um, passengers, they had to share bathrooms. I don't know if a modern cruiser is, most modern cruisers are going to get into that, that type of thing. You know, there's certainly a contingency of, uh, or a contingent of people that want this sort of historical sort of travel, but I don't know if it's going to be uh, a big enough group to really fill up this ship that can carry over 2,000 people, like I said, uh, day in, day out, cruise in, cruise out. And then obviously back to the original, you know, Mr. Palmer has, has had some really big ideas in the past that were huge ideas, but didn't, didn't really come to fruition. So yeah, Clive Palmer, the billionaire behind this, uh, said this will be the safest cruise ship in the world. What would give it that title? Yeah, that's that's kind of a tough question to answer. It's pretty unclear at this point um, beyond sort of complying with all international safety laws in terms of evacuation and how the ship responds to collision and, you know, the, the most up-to-date and advanced fire suppression techniques. And that, that's all kind of speculation in terms of if you were going to make that claim that you had the safest cruise ship in the world. Uh, we haven't really heard much in the way of specifics. 
we, we, we did hear a little piece about evacuation slides, which would deal with that sort of rapid evac kind of approach. Um, but we have a lot of questions. And with each announcement, I think more questions. So do you think there'll be enough fans of Titanic to keep Titanic 2 going? For me, it's, it's doubtful. Uh, we've asked our readers on Chris Critic's Facebook page if they were willing to, or if they're even interested and uh, cruising on the ship, and the vast majority said no. A few people were saying, yes, you, know, you, you could be part of history if it actually happens. And then a, a tiny contingent were saying, yes, but it looks like it's going to be too expensive. Um, so I mean, that's the thing. It's gonna, if it's going to be offering these traditional transatlantics as well as longer cruises, you're going to have to continually fill up this ship to keep it going with mm-hmm. people that want this recreation historical experience and it's not it's not going to be it's going to be a traditional cruise experience in in the sense of from a hundred years ago possibly um, but it's not going to really cater to the huge number of modern cruisers there are out there so I think that's that's sort of the biggest red flag of, of them all yeah. is there an audience for this right when's the maiden maiden voyage going to happen uh, it's going to be he says late 2016 okay three years to build the ship, which is actually significantly longer than, than it usually takes. Would you sail on it? Yeah, per, as, a, as a cruise rider, absolutely. I mean, this thing would be unlike anything else in the, in the industry, and it would be fascinating just to cover and, and uh, right. find out what type of people are on the ship and, and what motivates them, and, and then write about the experience. Yeah, it would be awesome. You can find the article at cruisecritic.com. Dan Askin, as always, a pleasure. Thanks a lot. All right, that's going to do it. Don't forget, we have an app, which is free for iPhone users, only 99 cents for the Droid users. Simply search Cruise Radio Live in your smartphone app store. Also, a lot of our video interviews have been posted on our website. Check out cruiseradio.net, and while you're there, subscribe to our daily cruise news updates. Might I recommend the Destiny bloopers reel? That's kind of funny, yeah. From the Cruise Radio studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Bassford. And I'm Doug Parker. And this is Cruise Radio. Thanks for listening to Cruise Radio. For information on how your company can reach over 100,000 travel enthusiasts a week, email sales at cruiseradio.net. Find Cruise Radio on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Just search Cruise Radio. I'm your announcer.